Monday, Monday. This is Monday. Fan Monday with Steve the Coach Nelson. Fan Monday. This is Fan Monday with Steve the Coach Nelson. Fan Monday. Fan Monday with Steve the Coach Nelson. Let's go. You heard it. Fan Monday. Fan Monday with Steve the Coach Nelson. Fan Monday. Yeah. Fan Monday. With Steve the Coach Nelson. We back. That's right. February the 22nd, 2021. We back with Fan Monday on 2 Ready. Nah, we ain't going to break. Because we want to say thank you to our listeners, our sponsors, and to all the major players that are streaming this podcast. The M.H6WL. In a podcast streaming right now. You know, well, not right you listen to us, but right now. Probably somewhere streaming, you know, like what you doing right now. But anyway, I'm going to keep it cool, calm, and collective tonight because this is Fan Monday. And this is Black History Month. Yes. And also, we brought back... Steve the Coach Nelson, he back. Maybe I had a little vacation, you know, we, we, we take vacations, we do things, but we just come back to deliver good content, baby. Without further ado, Steve the Coach Nelson. Man, how was your brief vacation on, you should say, your time away from Fan Monday? Please let the listeners no, they miss you. Oh, what's going on, listeners? <laughs> uh, my uh, little, you know, brief hiatus was good. You know, I mean, this this is as usual, like I always say, and you know, just trying to prepare myself. You know, I mean, be my best self at almost forty. So, you know, that's what I'm working on right now. How did you? And that's the whole aspect: physically, emotionally, athletically, everything. I'm trying to be mm-hmm. my best self. Almost forty. So, how um, now you made forty sound like a bad thing. Forty to new thirty. Now, don't get it wrong, man. Uh, <laughs> how did uh, how did you fare with that weather that hit the Pacific uh, Northwest? The snow. How did you fare with that? I fared okay, man. I was kind of annoyed because I was supposed to drive way up north to Ferndale. A girls' ball players were playing in a little tournament way up there and you know I was, I was all set to go and everything and got on the roads and I'm like yeah it's not worth it it's just you know it's just too risky I'm seeing cars stalled left and right so I just chilled for two days and then Monday I actually drove up to Ferndale for a tournament but our girls that weren't playing anymore their tournament was over but I watched some boys play mm-hmm. so I, I helped uh, I go went to go watch Coach Eddie McCarron Coach Mack his, his, uh, his players for, for, for the program Fusion that he runs Right. They play and they won a championship. So I kind of, I, I kind of was a guest coach for for Coach Mack up there. Amen. And they wanted some boys to play play real good. How is how is Coach Mack doing, man? We need to get him back. Oh yeah, Coach Mack is good, man. I mean, we just get 
know, we're getting our uniforms together. It looks like the outdoor workouts are over, so hopefully soon they're going to let us back on that court. <laughs> right. Well, I know, you know, this is, that's a good thing for for the kids and for you guys that are coaching, man. Yeah, we got to get Coach Eddie Mack back on the, back on here, maybe next week, uh, you know. But uh, it's a good thing to have you back. Um, and I know we don't really have that much to talk about the NFL, but I know you want, you would, before we got on air, you wanted to briefly talk about some things in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Was that true? Definitely. Okay. You got the flow, baby. Yep. Well, you know, just a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, for one, I want to talk about, I don't think we got a chance to really discuss this. This actually about to happen after uh, we were last on. But uh, as a lot of you know, Urban Meyer has been hired on with the Jacksonville Jaguars as their head coach. Mm-hmm. And just recently, he hired a strength coach in Chris Doyle. Now, if all the listeners, if you don't know the story of Chris Doyle, so Chris Doyle was a strength coach at Iowa. Now, he was recently fired at Iowa because of allegations of bullying and making racist remarks and things of that nature to uh, predominantly black black players over there. Now, Urban Meyer defended his his hire saying, oh, I talked to Chris Doyle, he's changing all this stuff. Now, from my perspective is, if this is if he's firing in Iowa just happened around six to eight months ago or so, there's no way I feel like you can totally just take change and turn a fork. You know what I mean? I just don't I just don't buy that. I think Urban Meyer, I just can't believe there was no other better candidates or no other candidates available to be a strength coach, but you have to hire this controversial guy. It makes no sense. But then again, it is the NFL who they, they tend to let things slide, you know, when you know, especially when it comes to black black players when yeah, they, they love you when you're performing, but they don't really give a, give an ish about as far as, you know, what you may be going through or about about racial justice issues until recently. Mm. You know, it took some like George Floyd or something. For example, like, why is Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick still without a job? The NFL, they're, they're fake on, on racial justice, and, and you, know, why, you know, or else you wouldn't be seeing this kind of hire happen, you know? Right. Well... <clears throat> Well, I, I look at it like this. If if you need my opinion on it, I think uh, no one changes overnight, and you're definitely not going to change six months your character in the way that you think. Now, money may change, may have changed. What's his? What's the gentleman's name again? Doyle. Uh, no, his name is Chris. Chris Doyle. Chris Doyle. <laughs> well, I know Mr. Doyle. I know your your ass and your attitude. And everything else is right because you got a, a paycheck coming in. So from everybody that's listening here that's a, that sponsors us and everything, we hope that you get your ish together. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure you get in there talking that that hatred shit inside of that locker room. You got got plenty African-Americans and plenty, plenty other um, ethnic, you know, ethnic groups in there and gentlemen that are much bigger than you. So I would probably watch what I say in there. <laughs> you you probably get what you deserve. So, uh, And, you know, Mandra, I want to follow up on that. You know, you, you kind of hit kind of a nail on the head or at least start to hit it on the head. So I was watching, um, I think it was first take on ESPN, and my man Keyshawn Johnson was talking about this, and he brought up a good point. When, when you're in college and when you're dealing with college boys, the college players are kind of like 
Keyshawn Johnson equates them to like grown men with a car seat. You know what I mean? They 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 they're men, but they're not quite grown grown men. Right. And so a lot of times when college, you can get away with saying stuff to guys because a lot of guys don't want to retaliate because they're they're afraid of losing their scholarship. They're afraid of getting kicked out of school and all that stuff. Right. So typically, a lot of this yes that they had to put up with, they probably let slide. Well, hey, I'm gonna tell you something, guys. In the NFL. You deal with grown ass men with mm-hmm. families and kids and everything, making mm-hmm. millions of dollars. They ain't gonna put up your ish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so he better be ready. So he better change his ways. So I'll tell you, because like I said, you know, grown like the NFL players. Excuse my language, they ain't gonna put up with that shit. Mm-hmm. They, they're just not. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. you're not dealing with college boys all the time. So Chris mm-hmm. Doyle, I hope, hope you're listening. I hope you, I hope you better get your your act together because you know the stuff you've been accused of is, is, is not right. I'm, again, I'm sure. You know, I know accusations are accusations, but I mean, with more than more than one has come forward, whether you know, usually where there's smoke is fire. I believe, you know, what I mean, right. like I said, I'm just, just of my opinion because I, I wasn't around the Auburn, the, the, excuse me, the, the, the Iowa program. But I'm just saying, the things you you've been into in the past is not right. So, mm-hmm. so hope you are changed, man. If not, you, you're in for a rude awakening, Chris mm-hmm. Doyle. Chris Doyle, mm-hmm. I'm gonna remember that name. I'm gonna. We're going to see what he do with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Him and old Urban Meyer. Mm-mm-mm. I don't I don't agree with the hire because it's so fresh off of what he did. You know, so we'll see how that works out. Huh? Well, yeah, and also, too, man, girl, I also want to talk about Urban Meyer for making this hire. Now, Urban Meyer is also, you know, he's been getting some controversial stuff in the past, too. I don't know if you remember some years ago, I think he had an assistant who was with him at Florida. I think he went to Ohio State, and his assistant coach, I forgot his name, was accused of uh, domestic violence. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yes, the, yes, they, yes, yes. And he swept yeah. it under the rug. Yeah. yeah, he swept the rug because, and it's crazy too, because the woman who was the, the accuser, is best friend, the best friend is with Urban Meyer's wife. So there's no way that he, that he didn't know. There's no possible way he didn't know. So he's he's done stuff weird hires like this before, kind of swept uh, serious issues under the rug. So, but again, all the NFL cares about is Urban Meyer. His his reputation is winning. He's won everywhere he's been. So that's really been his saving grace. Well, it's mighty funny. He's, he's Go ahead, football coach. Yeah, mighty funny. Still down there in Florida in the area. So <laughs> they know. You know, I know he was in Ohio State here yeah, a couple of times. He was in you know the Gators. He was. You know, but it's kind of funny still down there in Jacksonville. But my yeah. thing, my thing about him is, you know, you suspect a person can get killed, and he wouldn't. You know, literally, he really don't have to say nothing. But like, you know, your man was beating on his wife, and you you swept it under the rug. And you know, did they win the championship that year, or they didn't? I think um, uh, Ohio State. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think know if so. they did, but. Uh... I, don't think I know so. that they by, I know they beat by Washington Huskies in the Rose Bowl, so no, they didn't. They didn't win a championship, but yet they still had a good season. Right. So his judgment is kind of like I think yeah. his judgment is is a uh, suspect. So that's what I think. And also, and you remember, you know, also I want to bring up Aaron Hernandez because Aaron Hernandez played for Urban Meyer at Florida. Now, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, as we know, he was accused of a double murder. God bless whatever, you. Whatever, and then he. Because he killed, took his own life. Now people say, "Oh, it's the CTE from concussions that made him crazy." But people, for, people don't remember. 
uh, Aaron Hernandez had issues at Florida with assaults and things under Urban Wire's watch, where at Florida, they just paid off the victims to sweep it under the rug so it wouldn't get out. So Urban Meyer, he's, he's, no, he's no stranger to sweeping things under the rug. He's at, he's at a, he has a long history doing this kind of thing. Mm. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, the Jack, Jaguars, I mean, have fun with this hire, but, I, I, but he's, for me, he's a good football coach with a terrible human being. That's mm. the way I look at it. Mm. Well, you know, that is your opinion. And this is a disclaimer here from the M.H6LL in a podcast. This is our disclaimer. This is our own opinions. We do not sway you to think positive or negative on your own. You have to figure it out on your own. We just let you know our opinions, and this is how we feel. That is the disclaimer for tonight. But I agree with you. If you feel that way about Urban Meyer, we'll see how they do in Jacksonville. And then maybe he's one and done or two and done. So we'll see. But I don't see them making no playoffs no time soon. So, you know, um, I one thing I want to, to really ask you is, what, do you know anything about Russell Wilson? What's going on with that situation? I know you're a big uh, Hawks fan. Yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson, man. Uh, yeah, so if you know that he, well, congratulations to Russell Wilson on winning Walter Payton's uh, Man of the Year. I mean, I know that's one thing he's up for every year since he's been in the league with a lot of these work he's done with Children's Hospital and everything. So he finally got the award he, uh, he deserved. I mean, you saw him on Super Bowl Sunday. But, you know, he, he came in the media. Well, he didn't really go to the media. The media would more so asked him some questions about what he felt. And he basically said, He's tired of taking hits, from the, you know, in, in the pocket and everything. And he said it was protection, and he also said it was, you know, he needs to be better too. Now, you know, a lot of people hearing Russell Wilson, you know, mouth off and everything, they, they, they view it as he's thrown his offensive line under the bus. I mean, you can maybe view it that way, but at the same time, he also he also said he needs to be better. So I think it's in general, uh, he's just frustrated with, you know, way our seasons have ended the last few years, especially we haven't made a Super Bowl appearance since the 2014 season, so I'm sure he's frustrated with that, and I think all these different things are kind of just rearing his head right now, and you know, Russell I was kind of surprised because Russell Wilson is not the type to really uh, say anything negative about anyone, and you know, some people believe oh, is this Sierra getting in his head saying oh, we gotta leave Seattle, oh, let's go to a better city or better team and you're taking too many hits, is that Sierra in his head, or could it be his agent Mark Rogers, who's saying who's trying to, you know, who knows trying to be creative and kind of bargain? Who, who knows what's going on? But right. that just seemed like unlikely to me. But then again, I don't think I don't think um, these rules can't be mended. You know, what I mean, I don't, it, it doesn't seem like the Seahawks are trying to trade him, even though there's been some rumors of like a three-team trade with them, the Jets, and I think. Uh, the 49ers or whatever, but I don't expect Russell Wilson to go anywhere. I mean, I know he had a he had a no trade clause in his contract, but I don't think it's there anymore. But I still expect him to be uh, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Now I know Seahawks. Some Seahawks fans want him traded for Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. But I know Houston doesn't want to trade him, even though Deshaun Watson wants out of there. So right. it's kind of a mess down in Houston. I see Russell Wilson. Uh, staying with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I do too. I don't. I don't think. I think the media just, you know, they just, you know, how they do their things. They try to 
edit this, say said this, say said that, misconstrued, miss, you know, misinterpret everything they can. And you know, shout outs to those the the, the journalists and uh, the the news reporters and all the people that went to school to to you know to prosper off their profession and you know their gift. But to those that be out there just chasing stuff for you know clicks or likes or follows, I don't like those type of people. Um, I think Russell Wilson was not bitching. I think that he was just you know. Stating his opinion, you know what I mean. He just he's he's. I don't think it has anything to do with Sierra either in this year. Like, what can she tell him? I mean, he's a grown man. He know what he want to do. I mean, he's under contract. Yeah, and I don't think. I just think they need to put a better line and a rock to protect him because he has everything else. He got the backs. He got the the receivers. He has great tight ends, and the defense is good. Protect him. That's all he wants. Yeah, protect him. You gave him the money. (laughs) They gave him the money. You know, know, it's interesting, too, because they just hired the new offensive coordinator, and I know Russell Wilson had a big uh, hand as far as his opinion and what he thought about the guy that they got from the Rams, uh, Waldron, Shane Waldron. But, um, you know, I just think, for one, I think, you know, we need to definitely solve the running game. Uh, you know, definitely make more emphasis on that and be more innovative as far as getting the ball down the field to our our, our, our good players or, or on the outside. And the defense, I think, will be fine as long as, as, long as uh, the pass rush continues to get better like it did and, and we can stay healthy. And then, you know, Seattle needs to solve the uh, the right quarterback spot, whether it's going to be Reed or whether it's going to be Quint Dunbar, whoever that is. They got to that, solve that right quarterback spot. But I think it could be and you know that I think that's what they really need more than anything. And also get a, a, a dangerous return man. They got to get some better, uh, something better out of the return game. I feel you know. Yeah. Also, they need a backup quarterback too. If you don't just forgive me, but they do need a a solid backup quarterback. I don't. They they don't get no solid backup quarterback. What if Russell goes down? And then, what's that's the end of the season? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing too. You know and. And Russell, amazingly, has not missed a single game in his NFL career. I don't think a lot of people realize that or take it for granted, but that's crazy. I mean, for one, he's smart about the hits that he takes. And number two, he's just durable, I guess, the way he's built up his body. Now, and also, I think there was a few years ago, I think he was he had a real bad ankle injury, whatever, and he played through it. Now, that could have been management and Pete Carroll saying, look, you got to play because we got no chance without you, so... You're right, Landro, because they have no backup. So that could be a part of it, too, why he hasn't missed a game. But, right. I mean, to be able to keep yourself on the field all 16 games every year since you've been in the league, I mean, that's unheard of. So knock on wood that he can still continue to stay healthy. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you know, that, that'd be good. And, then, you know, congratulations to all the, you know, first and foremost to the Bucks out there in Tampa Bay for winning that, Tom Brady. Congratulations to the, the Chiefs for making that. And all the Everybody in the NFL, man. I, I was really – I really liked watching all the games this year. Even the ones I lost, you know, I didn't play on the field, actually. But, you know, that's my teams. Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, y'all. But, yeah, I really appreciate what yeah. I saw this year at, with watching the NFL. Post-COVID, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what yeah. I like. yeah. Uh, there's also been, you know, Mandrell, you know, there's also been a trade in the NFL, Carson Wentz. Well, not a trade, but he's going to the uh, 
to the Colts because Philip Rivers retired. So, right. so, so the Colts pick Carson Wentz. Now, I don't know if Carson Wentz has anything left in the tank because he's sure just showing in Philly. So we'll see how that works out. What? They didn't give him no line. They didn't block for him, man. They was trying to get him out of there because of, I imagine, his contract. So, you know, I mean, Carson Wentz, man, you know, congratulations. You and your family, man, keep your name right. You won a championship already. Keep your legacy straight. Yeah, keep your legacy straight, man. Peace to Carson Wentz. Oh, you know what? It was a trade because, yeah, because that's right, because Carson Wentz is still under contract. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And, you know, and also, you know, listeners out there, you know about the Detroit Lions and the, uh, you know, Los Angeles Rams trade with, you know, trading. Right, right. Rams giving off to Detroit and the Detroit giving Stafford to the Rams. Right. Yeah, I mean, and they, for one, that's going to make things real interesting because I look at it like I think, I think Matt Stafford is better than Jared Goff. I don't think Jared Goss is bad as people real think he is, but I think Matt Stafford is slightly better, especially with Sean McVay's offense. You know, so as a as a Seahawks fan, so I'm I'm really concerned, or or you know, I definitely hope that we can you know find a way to break through because the Rams have had the Seahawks number the last ten games or so. So that's going to be key to watch if if Stafford can really play play well on offense. Of course, Stafford's also. Very uh, brittle. He's had a lot of injuries lately, it seems. Right. He has. You know, he's a good old Texan. He'll he'll work through it. (laughs) He'll work through it. Shout-outs to Matthew Stafford and his family now. Get a good new new beginning, new job. Same position, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But but better opportunities, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I know. And, you know, mm -hmm. it might be okay. I know the only uh, competition in the NFC North, for, I think, is the Packers. I, uh, or the, and, of course, the Bears are probably two top teams in there. But I, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they put around Matt Stafford. I know they got the young running back, Swift. He's pretty good. He was good for me in fantasy football. But they need uh, to shore up their defense and maybe some more, uh, a couple more receiving targets on the outside. Mm, out there in Detroit? You think, speak- yep. They got Marvin Jones and they got the other, the other man, uh, other good receiver they have out there. So they might be all right. Right. Well, we got, well, I think, you know, like I said, the NFL, I was impressed. I liked everything about it. It was pretty good. You know, like I said, post, you know, the COVID, and they came back and bounced back really great. Um, uh, the M- NBA, now, we, you know, but before we do that, before we talk about the NBA, <clears throat> I wanted to just uh, ask everyone that's listening, gives prayers to the people out there in Texas, uh, Houston, Dallas areas, all in, you know, that's been affected by the storm, the snowstorm that came through. And I think it's headed up towards New York area now. So just want everybody out there to pray for each, each and every soul out there. So from, from the South to the North, you know, um, also, I want to say, everybody, go out. If you like college baseball, please go support the UC Santa Barbara, uh, the Gachos. Please support them. Check them out. And uh, I guarantee you, you'll be satisfied when you watch them play. All right? Yeah. And uh, go ahead, Steve. Take the show back. Take the show. We were talking about the uh, in it, 
the NBA. We were just talking about the NFL. I think we want to go into the NBA. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely, definitely the NBA. Yep. I think we was. I, um, what you think about the season so far? Oh, uh, the season's been good. I mean, right now you probably still have the Lakers as a favorite, but but definitely there's some teams creeping up. I mean, the Lakers they they lost AD. I think they said a calf strain, so he's going to be out a little bit longer. He's still mm-hmm. after the All Star break. But you know, one thing you know, at least in the Western Conference, one team that really caught my eye was the Utah Jazz. I think the Utah Jazz, I'm not saying they'll beat the Lakers, but I think they probably pose the biggest challenge to the Lakers. I mean, they got they got shooters, they got ball handlers, they got big men, and that boy Spider. Spider Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Man, he's fine. Especially, yeah. I mean, I know Shaq said things to him and might have gave him some extra motivation, that chip on the shoulder, but, 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 but look out for Utah out there. And Mike Conley, Conley, the point guard, is back healthy. Oh, he's back. Man, they, yeah. they can be in the wings. Yeah, and go in the middle, go by. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he beating on things. They are really good at home. I give them that. And on the road, they're pretty good because they only lost like maybe four games or five games so far. But at home, they excellent. Yeah. yeah. At home, they they like beating up on everybody, dropping bums out there in Utah. Because really, mm-hmm. if you go to Utah, what's out there? Snow. You know what I'm saying? I would, high, yeah. high altitude. Yeah, when you, you know. go there, you know. So. I think yeah, and that their last win they beat they won they they beat Milwaukee there, you know, they they did they've been doing some damage. Don't get them wrong. Yeah, I, <clears throat> and, you know, speaking of talking Utah, it looks like based on the standings, they have the best record in the league at twenty four and six. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they kinda of stuck up some some teams really, really good. And mm-hmm. it's crazy too because I like the Utah team. You know, growing up, I, I hated Utah because of Stockton and Malone, you know, being a Suns fan. But, I mean, this Utah team, they're actually fun to watch. I mean, they got also a six-man-of-the-year candidate, uh, Jordan Clarkson, off the bench. So, this team is loaded. They got the uh, all, all-brains all uh, blue guy in Joe yeah. Australia. So, yeah. so, yeah, man, they got a good team. Yeah, they looking, they're looking they're nice. Eiffel Tower, Rudy Gobert, blocking yeah. shots, rebounding. 2020s every now and then, you know. Yeah, yeah. they just had a highlight tonight where he bought uh, Melo. He went in there with the try to get that dunk and boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. get it up out of here, son. Not today. Right. Yeah, but I like them, and uh, one team I'm in particular, I, I kind of that's like low, 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 low on the radar that people really should be paying attention to, man. <clears throat> And I know, you know, I know people might say, yeah, 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 they, they, this and that, this and that. But people really and truly should pay attention to the Brooklyn Nets, man. Those guys are creepy, man. They're creepy. They played a West Coast trip and did not lose a game. And they played it. Five games without KD, one game without KD and Kyrie. And that was in Phoenix where <clears throat> James Harden went off, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, man, be honest with you, 
they are the I, I I mean AD when the Lakers come back, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I know this is just the first part of the season. You know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But if the Brooklyn Nets can finish like they man, it's it's gonna be scary for a lot of teams. They are very, very scary. Whew, if they stay healthy, I believe they win the NBA championship. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, I mean, I think that's what, honestly, I'll tell you this, I, I really do think if any, if any team out there that scares Lakers fans the most, probably is Brooklyn, because we have never really seen a trio of Kyrie, James Harden, and, and, and Kevin and KD that can score like this. I know that KD played with the Warriors with Steph and, Steph and, uh, and, and um, my man Clay uh, Thompson, yeah. but these guys, they might be, I mean, some people think this is the best scoring trio of all time. You know, uh, I know, but I know, I still do know this, that they're still second in the East behind six, 76ers, so we have to give the 76ers some props, so they're still number one in, that, in, the, in the conference, but but t- trust me, uh, Brooklyn is coming. Now, the only thing I think they need is another big guy. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, he's doing great, but they need another guy uh, with him to kind of protect the paint and do the dirty work. I mean, you know, they might have to make a trade for somebody. They could make a trade for Andre Drummond because... Cleveland season, they're pretty much over, and I, I know he probably would like to play to have a chance to play for a championship. So they would have to make a trade for him. I just don't know uh, what they give up for Andre Drummond. That's the, my, that's my only thing. Well, they they already gave up Jeffries. I mean, the the center. I mean, like they should have kept him, but they did give up for a shooter. But I would think, if anything, I would go after McGee. If um, where is McGee at? Let me think. Where is he? Playing it. Well, anyway, Jamel, Jamel McGee, wherever he's playing at, I, I, I would have to figure it out. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but Jamel McGee, that's his name. He's, I would pick him up. If I was either the Lakers or Brooklyn, I would be trying to get him. Drummond, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Shots out to Andre Drummond. But, man, get McGee, man. He's still in the – I think McGee is in um, – Cleveland. Yeah, Jamel McGee, I believe he's in Cleveland, if I'm not mistakenly. Yeah, I think he's out there. One of my next door neighbors is a 90-year-old man suffering from Alzheimer's. And every single morning at 9 a.m., he knocks on my door and he asks me if I have seen his wife. Which means... That every single morning at 9 a.m., I have to explain to a 90-year-old man suffering from Alzheimer's that his wife has been dead for quite some time. Now, I have thought about moving. I have thought about just not answering my door in the morning. But to be honest, it's worth it just to see the smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, yeah, so I, I think they need to make a trade. But you know what? What's also interesting, too, that could, a trade that might happen is uh, Blake Griffin, he hasn't been playing much with Detroit. Detroit's been sitting him out. Now, there's rumors that he's go, that the Lakers, he's going to sign with the Lakers at some point or be traded to the Lakers. And it's crazy, too, because Blake Griffin, you know how he's been known for his high-flying dunks and all this stuff. And 
but he does not. He hasn't had a dunk in over a, a season. That's crazy. I would never thought I'd ever say, but Blake Griffin does not have a dunk in over uh, some on some on games over a span of a season and a half. Don't you find that unbelievable? Well, not really, because you know that's the NBA. You know what I'm saying? It's injuries. You know, wearing town seasons, and I mean, he getting old, man. I mean, not to say that he couldn't beat me one on one, but. Maybe it's just the right opportunity that he may get that will bring back that that jumping, you know, that the way he used to, you know. Who knows, man? I I, I wish him all the good luck because they really robbed him when he was a Clipper. They robbed him. Yeah, and that's the thing too, because you know there are some there's talks about would he go play for Doc Rivers. Uh, you know, at, at what you call it, um, where's Doc Rivers at in now? Philly, but they don't need him in Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah, but 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 the thing is, him and Doc Rivers may have some ill feelings from his days with the Clippers, so we don't know how that's going to go. But yeah, I just thought that was weird that Blake Griffin does not have a dunk, especially when you think about his game is high flying, and I know he's developed his other game like his outside shooting, but I mean that's what he was known for. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, he's getting up there in age, but still one dunk you're thinking we have. You know, that's unreal to me. Yeah, I haven't really seen him play much. And then I noticed something when they got, when, uh, uh, who's that, Derrick Rose is playing in New York, and he was doing good in Detroit. So Detroit is on their way, uh, boop, 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 down. <laughs> They're on their way down. But, I, you know, some I want to say this. Uh, one thing about this past um past weekend game uh, with uh, Charlotte and uh, Golden State. Now, Golden State had a chance to win this game. But Draymond Green gets a technical foul and gets ejected, and they lose the game because Terry Rozier, whoo, scary Terry. Scary Terry. Yeah, dropped them with a 20-foot jumper, and the game was over. 102 to 100. Now, Draymond Green doing his back, you know, he he back, you know, like, don't backpedal, you know what I'm saying, you know, to your old ways, man. I was liking the mature Draymond Green. I know people don't, you know, everybody can't change overnight. Damn sure can't change six months. What was that coach name again? Dull. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. uh, Yeah, but he, he was viral maybe a couple of hours ago apologizing about it, I guess, because he did cost his team a win. And, you know, I want to say this. If you're playing a team sport, you know, that's for anybody that's listening that's a player, male or female. Man, check yourself because the, the the very time you want to just get loud and voice or do something ignorant, it affects the rest of your team. So I would right. say keep your keep yourself in check. You know, that's all I really want to say. And Draymond Green, you cost your team a win, so you need to get your ish together. Right, and, and the thing about too now, you could use the argument, the argument that oh, did the referee have to really tee him in that situation in the heat of the battle? Right. But the thing about Draymond Green, as you know, he has a reputation of getting on the officials and doing stuff like that. So. So that's the case where your reputation hurts you, and you just got to understand that. So, like you said, he's just got to keep his cooler head, and then he's just got to realize that, look, 
I cannot do anything that will hurt my team in this moment. So I may I may disagree or just have have ill feelings towards the official, but I'm just going to keep it quiet. That's the way he's got to look at it. Right, and especially in the in the moment of you know, just just be quiet. You know, if you're going to be the elderly spokesman for the team, be the be the one that speaks up with with you know that's going to be respected and not get ejected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. Do that, man. I'll get. But anyway, I I really like what the NBA, you know, after what they, after how they took care of the players in the bubble, they are really taking care of the players and the people that's working the games, the people that are coming there. The NBA is really doing a good job. By far, yeah. yeah. Really keeping hey, you know, things cool. Junior, I think he's he's a really good asset. They have some really good players. Melo, Carmelo is is always going to be a perfect gentleman and a perfect player. The way he weathered through that storm, and he is really doing a, a damn good job uh, as a blazer. You know, just yeah, speaking about uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to make a correction real quick, so not. Trent Tucker Jr., Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, Gary Trent. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> sorry. I've never Trent Tucker Jr. with the Knicks. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my bad. My bad. My bad, player. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Trent Tucker actually has a son that's playing. Who knows? <laughs> who who you know? knows? You go. <laughs> um, I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, this app. It's called H U N C H Hunch. If I spelled that right, H U N C H, yeah, Hunch. This app is a very good app that everyone that likes to play, you know, simulate bet on NBA games, uh, hockey games, uh, baseball, anything. You should, you know. Go to your Google Play, or you know, look on yeah. If you have an ISO, you know, I iOS, whatever, you have that. Look for Hunch. Download that app and enjoy yourself. Okay, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that right up before we end our a program because <clears throat> I I think. A lot of people don't know about this app, but I really want to just say it's a very good app to get. If I didn't say that before, it is a very app to get. Very good app to get, okay. All right, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, 
Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, hush, yeah, give it your hush if you want to get your, you know, your wins on and your gambling. And, you know, hopefully that, you know, you, you watch, you know, Scott Van Pelt and ESPN's bad beats. Hopefully nothing that, like that happens to you. But, you know, it is sports and it is, that's how the, the, how the, how the ball rolls sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. And just speaking of the <clears throat> hunch on the app, I am on there. I played it, the app, but, you know, I have it under the podcast's name. And currently with the schedule that's going on tonight, because it's <clears throat> they go seven, uh, it's uh, seven days a week. And anybody that wins after the seven days, you get $20. So I won, <clears throat> not this week, but the previous week, I shared with another gentleman and I, I got $10 and uh, gave two. I gave two dollars to the PayPal giving fund. So when I win, I'm giving twenty percent. So currently, I picked uh, the teams that are playing tonight, which are the Heat and the Thunder, the Trailblazers and the Suns, the Hornets and the Jazz, and the Wizards and the Lakers. And then you got Chicago, the Bulls and the Rockets, and then you have the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. So. I picked the Heat, the Suns, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Bulls, and the Mavericks. And all I'm doing right now is just waiting for the Lakers to beat the Wizards so that I could be uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6-0 heading into this week. I was 7-0 last week, ladies and gentlemen, heading into the week, this following week. It was 48 games. I was 28 and 20, five games away from the number one spot. So get on Hunch, and uh, I got a Hunch you'll like it. Trust me. <clears throat> Steve, you're going to get on there. I know you're going to get on there. We're going we gonna, we gonna to do something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys at Hunch. Hunch at Hunch GG. That's on the IG. Oh, uh, yeah. And we are. So <clears throat> I know we was just talking about. I was just talking, but before we before I started talking about hunch, um, I I really want to say um, <clears throat> Zion Williams is a good player. Yeah, if y'all don't already know that, he's a good player. I just saw him play yesterday. He did beat Boston. I went for Boston, but that guy had a terrible first half. And he came back in the second half, and oh man, they went into overtime. I feel a lot of you people didn't see the game, but the Hornets are some uh, team to watch out with, watch out for, yeah. I should say. Yeah. If the nucleus get good and they build it right. Mm-hmm. Right, shout out to Lamelo Ball. Yeah, I mean, that dude really is. When he's living up to his name. I mean, the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm sorry, the New yeah. Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans. Or a team to watch yeah. out for. Charlotte is good too. Now don't get me wrong. The New Orleans Pelicans are a team to watch out for. I am sorry. I'm re- <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at one thing and saying another thing. But yeah, the New Orleans Pelicans and Zion Williams, those guys are a good team. Once the nucleus gets great. Yeah, and you know, I, and I, I want to say about that game. I was so Don't realize, or they know that, but they don't realize the impact of Marcus Smart's injury. 
because Marcus Smart, he's a he's a toughness guy, the blue guy. He hits threes. He he plays excellent defense. He's a, he gives you those hustle plays. And this is leadership. I really do believe it's hurting Boston more than people realize. I mean, you can't just look at the stats when you think about Marcus Smart because he means so much more to their team than just numbers. You know, what I mean, it's, it's all really really those numbers that really matter. That plus minus. But he's on the floor versus when he's not on the floor. And it's clear to me that Boston's struggling mainly because they don't have, like I said, Marcus Smart's leadership. I mean, yeah, they got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're not leadership. But they don't have they don't have that that leadership that Marcus no. Smart brings. You know what I mean? Kevin oh, Walker, yeah. he's played okay. They just need that extra that just toughness that he brings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're lacking that right now. Yeah, man, I've been riding with them. You know, and they they want some, lost some, but you know that's just how the ball goes. But and they for me, watching their team blow that big lead like that, they just <laughs> – Jason Tatum is not a leader. He's not a vocal leader. He's just, you know, he got his paycheck and he's putting his buckets in, but he ain't stepping up. And Kimball Walker, and he's just playing his role. He's just injured, but he's playing his role. And he wants to be the leader, which I believe he should righteously be because, I mean, Jalen Brown – He's still coming into his own, you know. Who's gonna Who's gonna be the Who's gonna step up? Marcus Smart was the gentleman that was the like you said. He was the one that sets the tone. He gets everybody right. Right. Without his leadership, and you know, I, the other ones, the other guys, they just it's all about me. It's not about a team. So. Until they nuke, until they get it together, because Kimber Walker was a is a straight score. I mean, he can pass the ball, but he's a straight score. And when you take him and you limit you limit his time of what he likes to do, and you're gonna get this, you don't get that 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 bullish from you know what I mean? Right, and also too, and, and you know, Kimber Walker. We got, that's that's a good point you bring up, Kimber Walker, because. Defensively, he's not the stalwart that me and Marcus Smart is. I mean, Marcus Smart can defend multiple positions with between point guards, two guards, and and some three and some uh, three men in the league. And and Kimber Walker just can't do that. I mean, he's only six one, so really hard to go at that size. But 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 Smart Smart's a little bigger, and he and he just uh, got that more toughness, more toughness on deep on the defensive end than Kimber Walker does. So. So then, so you can match up a Marcus Smart on the other team's best perimeter score and say, okay, shut him down for at least a little bit. Why, why, you know, the rest of everybody else picks up the slack, you know? So, you know, they, because they don't have that flexibility without him, and you're probably seeing, you know, why you give up 24 point leads, you know? Right. Well, that's a, you know, it was unfortunate because I said right there, I said, you know, watch the whole game. And I was like, oh, "Are you serious?" And you know, and <clears throat> what I what I did see, fence man. Mm-hmm. That's what they need. They they lack defense. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, they lack that. I don't. I don't see that. They they play too too much finesse and not enough press, and they don't they don't like. Like what uh, Josh Hart did to uh, Jason Tatum, you know, and I don't want to keep talking as much on this game, but he did put he got up in his face, and I think that kind of it, it, I mean Jason Tatum's a 
good. He plays calm under pressure, but I think Hart got a little bit to him, got a heart to heart on him. So that was the game. Well, you know, the Pelicans did win. That you, game. Right, and when you and we talk, when you talk about defense, part of you know Celtics' problem on defense is the fact they they like to shoot a lot of threes. Now, when they feast their famine on those threes, when you miss those shots. Their long rebounds, the other team gets get a chance to get out on the run. Fast break. And, and plus, mm-hmm. yeah, fast break, which can keep other teams in the game even when you have a big lead. Right. So that's the biggest problem is that's one of the problems is they shoot a lot of perimeter shots instead of pounding inside. So therefore, you know, teams can kind of play off that and get out and run and get threes of their own or get layups on the other end. So that's part of their uh, uh, their struggles defensively is just their style of play on offense, which mm-hmm. I think is a detriment uh, to their defense. Right. But, you know, speaking of the Pelicans, I saw an interesting uh, comparison today because on, on social media, on Facebook, I saw a comparison between Zion Williams and Sean Kemp. And I, I think it's a fair comparison. Now, I guess Sean Kemp has, you know, has made a statement saying if he played in today's game, he'd average eight more points and he averaged five more rebounds a game. So, I mean, he might have a point because – you know, Kemp was hit the man inside the paint just like Zion. But in today's NBA, they don't play the defense that they used to. And I think the Rain Man, Sean Kemp, would have a, have a field day uh, in the league. I don't know if he would average 30, but I think I could easily see him getting 25 uh, a game in, in today's NBA just because of the way the game is played, how spread out it is in open, and how spread, how spread out it is. And with not many big guys – uh, two centers like at the Kim be in that paint all the time. So right. I think Kim will have a field like Zion is. Yep. Well, you see what Zion doing to him. Even if you do have someone down there, he's just going to bully them yeah. out the way. <laughs> There's no you help. Know? Zion. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just want to say, you know, I, I, hats off to the New Orleans Pelicans. So <laughs> I ain't going to say, I ain't going to mess them up and call them the. Charlotte Hornets, and they did get blistered tonight. Shout-outs to the Hornets. Utah put them to rest, you know. So, I just want to say, uh, you know, uh, is that before we end the show here on Fan Monday? Do you, uh, Mr. Steve, the coach, Nelson, would you like to give some shout-outs to anybody that you love and know besides our listeners and sponsors that love us so much? You know what I'm talking about? Shout-outs to all the people out there. Yeah, I like giving a couple shout-outs. One to my girl, uh, Joyce Fernandez, with her, her Pilates and her real estate business she's got going on. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for her, you have to go see Joyce. And then also, too, I want to give a shout-out to my girl, Doris Gonzalez. Um, you know, she's a, a group X instructor at 24 Hour Fitness. She teaches Pilates, body pump. And, you know, with the numbers now because of COVID and and, and the company is corporate. If she doesn't keep up her numbers, you know, she can go lose her class. So I would say people, if you can, especially if you go to 24 Hour Fitness, go see Doris at Bopple or at, or, or at Northgate 24 Hour Fitness and show support and take one of her class. So I tell you what, Landrell, I took her class. I did a Pilates class after I could do a hard chest and tries workout, mm-hmm. um, and I was hurting. What? It was a good class. So go see Yeah, you got to go. You get. Yeah, it's two locations you're saying, but if you're in the Pacific Northwest, or basically if you're in the Seattle area, you said go to the Northgate uh, one and one in Bothell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and what was her name again? Uh, Doris uh, Gonzalez. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, well, everybody out there, you know, in the Pilates and getting yourself together. Steve even said it. Go see uh, Doris. Doris. You know what I'm saying? But shout outs to all of you guys. We, you know, we don't talk that much about fitness here on this on this uh, podcast, but we're gonna bring in some. We're gonna bring in some uh, people to talk talk to you guys and help you guys out some fitness. And also, um, in the weeks to come, we're gonna have uh, Alicia Egrud, and then we're gonna have Pink Maxwell uh, coming up, uh, and that's Tanika Pink Maxwell. Um, so you guys get. Get ready for those things. And, you know, uh, Alicia Eggro is going to bring in the clean beauty and wellness part of it. And, you know, we're going to try to get in someone, maybe someone you know, Steve, come on and talk to the listeners and help them out to, you know, get in fit and shape and things of that nature. Exactly. You know, yeah. Get you know, also, I to say something too. Hopefully, you mention guests. Hopefully, we can get my man, Dre James. If you're listening, Dre, we need to get you on my show. I came on, I went on his podcast. We did a, uh, like a health and wellness Monday. So a really great show. Mm-hmm. He's an uh, uh, entrepreneur really trying to reach out to those people. So I'd love to get Dre James on the show. So shout out to Dre James. Amen. That's right. Come on and join mm-hmm. us on Fan Monday. You know, at the M.H6LL in the podcast. You know, we love to have people come on and, you know, entrepreneurs and, and just people that, Want to share their opinions, but don't be rude, dudes or girls. Trust me. You know, so I want to give a shout out to just every, each and every person that's out there um, that's going through rough, tough times. You know, I want to give a shout out to you guys because it's going to get better. And uh, just pray, keep believing in who you believe in and all this will go away. So I just want to say that to each and every person that's going through something that's hard, whether you're waiting on the stimulus checks or whether you're waiting on anything else, prosper until that comes to you. And then when it does come to you, speaking of those checks, invest it wisely. Okay. And um, I'm going to say, and with, with Steve, let's just say, peace. Sports, you do not bet against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., who now has more rings than any NFL franchise. He's got seven and ten tries. I don't want to ever, ever hear again on this show. Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom. No, he's not. The goat is the goat is the goat. I live every day as it come Life and a race I don't need to run I take a steady pace I'm a man just trying to have fun Why be so serious that's just dumb Just live every day as it come I just live every day as it come Life and a race I don't need to run I live every day as it come Life and a race I don't need to run I take a steady pace I'm a man just trying to have fun Why be so serious that's just dumb Just live every day as it come I just live every day as it come Life and a race I don't need to run 
Feel like a boat that's floated adrift. Life is a road, I drove a miss. Grinding my gears, now I don't shift. Mine is too weird, why we don't click? Why we don't hang out, why we don't mix? Driving your lane now, I'm in this bitch. Like a tongue to your lips, like a gun on my hip. Why you claiming that you big? You was barely five six. I'm a king, winner this swing, gotta miss. Not a thing gonna hit, need an enemy ring. Nemesis, try to be generous, too damn venomous. Can I get a percentage of anybody that's there at the Genesis? It's evident, be my home's residence. Stained hands, now you got me red again The devil said I love him and I'll be the best rapper that there's ever been Ever been afraid of some shit that you said breaking bread with your brethren? Ever been afraid of a blade to your face Make you space from the medicine Make you take your medicine Make you wanna fake feel it better than take a break Never, I don't get those feelings I'm in love with stormy weather Heaven up above, can you hear me screaming save me whenever I try to do better, so many heads need seven huh. Live every day like my last Don't even think of the past Don't even think of the past Live every day like my last Live every day like my last Don't even think of the past Don't even think of the past Live every day like my last Live every day like my last Don't even think of the past Live every day like my last I live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run I take a steady pace, I'm a man just trying to have fun Why be so serious, that's just dumb Just live every day as it come I just live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run I live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run I take a steady pace, I'm a man just trying to have fun Why be so serious, that's just dumb Just live every day as it come I just live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run Never live my life by a bible Rather shoot my right eye by rifle then live like a guy who seeks a light at the end of his life cycle What's life if you how about feeling frightful? That when your time's up it leads to an heavenly dark hole It's more like a sleep when a night fall Just live your life full Life is a lesson, a earth is a school A birth is a blessing, to be a parent is destined It's the best thing separates a boy from a man in a blink of a second Every track I make I don't think of a weapon My mind goes beyond a different spectrum Even with haters I don't wish death on them I just do what I want when I want Got no fears to confront what you hear is real, no stunt Path to where it's steer is clear, got nothing in front I just do what I want when I want Got no fears to confront What you hear is real, no stunt Path to where it's steer is clear, got nothing in front I live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run I take a steady pace, I'm a man just trying to have fun Why be so serious, that's just dumb Just live every day as it come I just live every day as it come Life in a race I don't need to run